Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, welcome to Horse Hour. I'm Amy Frost, and my guest today is 21-year-old Matilda Baker. Now, I just adore Matilda. She has a normal 9-to-5 job, but she just adores horses, and that's what it's all about. They're part of your family, you keep them forever, they retire with you, and that is exactly what Matilda and her mum do. The problem is they've had issues. One retired pony has sweet itch. They've had a rearer, a bolter, a bucker. You name it, Matilda's been through it. So she's going to share her story of how she overcame some of the most difficult issues with horses. This is Horse Hour. Welcome to the Horse Hour podcast. Now, you know I make these podcasts for you. It's about educating, it's about hearing people's stories and their journeys. And I had a lovely message from a girl called Matilda. She's 20 years old and she wanted to share her story of her thoroughbred horse called Sienna. Now, you might need to get the tissues because it's a bit of a sad story, but um, I thought it would be lovely to invite Matilda onto the podcast to talk about how she got through the journey with Sienna. Matilda, how are you? Hello, yeah, I'm good, thank you. Well, first of all, thank you for being brave enough to come onto the podcast and talk to our lovely listeners because it can be quite a scary experience, but I promise I um, I don't bite. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So um, let's start with finding out a little bit more about you. You're 20 years old. Um, Mm -hmm. When did you first start riding? So I first started riding at the age of six um, and I've had my own horse since I was eight and he he was a Dartmoor cross called Perky um, and I still have him now, 12 years later. Yeah, Um, but yeah, he's pretty much retired now and yeah, he's 20 as well. So, Oh my goodness, that's so lovely. So you were the same age as each other? Yeah. Yeah, it was great. He was so naughty, though, when I was younger. Um, He used to just bolt off with me in the arena. And I remember I used to get off of him. I would cry. And then my mum would never let me sell him. Um, Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And then... Why why um, did your mum... Are you you family horsey? um, So my mum rode when she was younger. And then she had a horse when I was younger as well, which was a Cleveland Bay. He was a youngster, so we ended up selling him. Um, But yeah, so I had this pony, Perky. But yeah, my mum 
didn't want me to get rid of him because she told me it would look like it would teach me to ride so and it well did. that's true yeah, yeah yeah she can be right I, I kind of think there are so many brave mums out there because we can mollycoddle our children sometimes yeah. and I'd be inclined to say oh no but I don't want you to get hurt so let's find a safe little happy plodder um yeah so it's very brave of your mum to say no get on with it you know you, you yeah. just keep going and how lucky that you had the chance to grow that exp- grow that relationship with Perky yeah I walk down to the yard and he neighs at me every day when he hears mm. me coming which is great <laughs> that's lovely and were you pleased then are you obviously pleased now that your mum never let you sell him yes very I'm so glad she didn't yeah and how it do you think he helped you with your experience growing up and with your learning to ride well obviously I started off at a riding school before I had him um, and he was the second pony we went to look at but he was bomb proof on the road he was so safe on the road which is the thing the reason we got him because mm. yeah he would the first time I tried him we um, went over a ring road on a bridge um, and he didn't put a foot wrong didn't yeah care so that was good um and yeah he just taught me how to stay on taught me how to get ponies over jumps Uh, (laughs) and yeah he just built my confidence over the years how lovely but even though he bolted in the school that that your your confidence still grew how come you weren't scared of riding him in the school um I don't know I'll admit I was at first for a bit but um I had some good instructors which helped me out quite a lot um and yeah sometimes I would just walk and trot and my friends would be jumping but I think because I wanted to get to um I think because I wanted to jump him that helped me build my confidence because I had a goal to get to Mm. so yeah even from a young age I wanted to be jumping that's, so that's really interesting because there's a lot of peer pressure to be keeping yeah. up with your friends and if they're mm. jumping you know even higher than I don't know I don't even know what's high I can only jump across pole but let's say yeah. um they're jumping and you want to be able to do that but your horse takes time and patience to build them up to that so you might need yeah. a little bit more control as a youngster as a as a as a child or a teenager you're going to feel the peer pressure so yeah, how definitely. did you deal with wanting to keep up with your friends but knowing what's right for your horse at the same time um I just knew that in the end we would get there and he would have good days when he would jump the same as what their ponies were jumping which that was always good um, and in the end we jumped two foot nine on him <gasps> amazing yeah. so that was quite good especially as he's only 12 too um <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, you I got don't there know. in the end, and and yeah. actually, and and that's that's you know, hats off to your mum for teaching you then that what the horse needs comes first. Because yeah, again, definitely. I think we can get very carried away with what we want to do and our dreams, and actually, yeah. horses take a really long time. Yeah, it can they take do. years to get to the competition that we want to get to, and and it was yeah. lovely that at well, I imagine you were what were you twelve then. Yeah, probably yeah. 12, 13. And then, yeah. So at 12, you're already learning that um, it, it's about the training as well as the the end goal at the end, which is quite, quite yeah. fascinating. Well, I'm pleased that you still have Perky. That's really lovely yes. to hear. And so tell me, how did you end up moving from Perky to, to Sienna, the thoroughbred? So after, um, when because Perky has a lot of illnesses now. So that's when we decided to retire him um, Mm. and he gets ridden every now and again but um so then we went on to looking for another pony um I had a few ponies on loan but they weren't right for me um Mm. 
So yeah, I had one that was very dangerous, which we ended up sending back because my instructor made me get off in the lesson and said, he's too dangerous. Don't ride him again. Really? Um, what happened? So every, t- I, I think I fell off of him about seven times in a week once. Um, wow. He was fine when we got him, but he was underweight. Right. So he was yeah. Um, so then when we got him, we put the weight onto him and that's when the issue started. So I just think he had too much energy and didn't really know how to control the energy. So he would just bolt off constantly. Um, and yeah, luckily I didn't get hurt. Um, but yeah. So I had you bought hurt. this horse? Um, no, so he was on loan. It was meant to be a six month, six months loan. The owner was going away somewhere for six months. Yeah, we only had him about two months in total. Um, mm. He was a lovely horse, but he just wasn't safe. So, so good for your instructor telling you to get off. You yeah, know, definitely. And making keeping your safety as the most important thing. Um, what uh, what did you do when you went back to that horse, back to the owner who, who loaned the horse? Did you say he's dangerous? So we explained to them what had happened. We showed them videos because we had videos of him just bolting off, me falling off, but they didn't believe us. Um, so, yeah, and so I don't know what's happened to him now. That was probably seven years ago now. Mm. Um it's so difficult. I mean, on one hand, it's good to loan because yeah. you get that opportunity to say, you know, he's not safe for me or maybe we haven't been, maybe not a good match or yeah. it gives you the opportunity where you're not tied in. But it worries me when you have these horses that are going around being loaned to different people that maybe aren't safe. Yeah. They're just being pushed from pillar to post rather than getting, yeah, rather than getting the, the experienced riders that they need. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Um, Mm. but yeah and then so he was called Tommy and he was chestnut and then the instructor my same instructor she then told me about this other pony called Tommy who was also a chestnut Um, and so we went to have a look at him and I ended up having him on loan for four years oh wow Um, yeah and he was amazing but he's 26 now and he's retired but yeah he was the best pony ever um yeah I used to jump him four foot at 23 so he at the age of seven he was going to jump for Great Britain but he had a injury to his tendons so he wasn't able to so he taught me a lot he was definitely the pony of a lifetime <laughs> Really? Now, was he going yeah. to ride for Great Britain with you, or was no, this not before with me. you got I wish. him? No, his previous owner. So we had him for four years, and then it was time for him to retire. But he was so honest, and he was jumping to the last minute. But yeah, he had arthritis legs, so it was time oh. for him to be retired. Um, and is he still yeah. with you? No, he's not, unfortunately. Um, he's back with his owners, but we go and visit him quite often. I went to see him a couple of weeks ago. Um, and yeah, he likes polos. He asks you for polos <laughs> with his front leg. And I think it's important to note, Matilda, that you're not doing this as a career. No, I am not, no. This is a um, hobby. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, full time, you you like to work with, with graphics and, and marketing and things. Yeah. So the horses, so that's your nine to five job. So the horses are very yeah. much a hobby because you love them and care for them. So yeah. to have, which is lovely, to have that amount of commitment just be for the love of them I think is what's so inspiring and um, because yeah. you help them you've helped them all through lots of issues so Perky now bless him he's older uh, w- what sort of problems is he suffering with as a 20 year old 
Okay, so he has got he's got Cushing's disease, he's got COPD, and he's got liver damage. So yeah, he's got a lot of issues. And mm. in the past, he's broken his splint bone, um, so it broke in two places. Uh, so he had about six months off. That was a field injury, and then he had a piece of hay stuck in his eye, which caused a hole. Mm. Um, so if we wouldn't have got the vet out, he would have lost his eye. Um, so that was another issue. So yeah, Bless him. But, but uh, he's but still the, going. He is still going. But the, the liver damage, the older, because we don't often talk about the stage where they're retired, and we sometimes treat horses like commodities. You know, we're not can't use them anymore. Okay, well, we'll we'll send them off somewhere, or we'll send them as a companion. And it's mm. lovely that you've kept hold of Perky, and he's retired with you. You know, the liver yeah. damage, the elder, you know, they, they're difficult to look after when they're elderly. But they, we put so much, they give us so much in the early days when they're younger that I think it's important that we give back to them when they need us the most. Yeah. And and I how agree. do you monitor, uh, how do you help him without it costing thousands and thousands of pounds? Well, we keep on top of it. So with his cushions, he does have his cushions tablets. He has half of one a day um so i think it, they work out a pound a tablet overly expensive really like it's doable um and then with his copd we just have to keep his stable clean um get all the cobwebs down let him live out as much as possible um he has to have haylage but then it's difficult because he can't have too much sugar because of his cushions disease his copd he needs haylage because even soaked hay causes his breathing to get set off um so yeah Mm -hmm. and then we've just got medication that we keep so like ventipolmin if he needs it because um and like i can i can listen to check if he's wheezing and check his respiratory rate um because the vets have taught me to do it all so it means i don't have to call them out all the time (laughs) i can do it myself yeah so it's good well, that's yeah. good because that means you can check for your other horses. So, yeah. so how did you? So it's lovely that you still got Perky. How did you then move on to Sienna? Because you've had lots of issues with Sienna, haven't you? Yeah. So yeah, I went from Tommy, as I said, had him for four years. He then retired, and then I looked into getting another one. And so before Sienna, I had another ex racer, but I had her for about two months. She ended up she had kissing spine. Oh, so she was nine and she, she was on loan and she'd had 11 homes in nine years. Oh, poor um, thing. Yeah. So she, um, riding her, when I tried her out, she was fine. And then we brought her back to the yard and she was bolting off from walk. So we had her back checked and um, the back lady said her back was very sore. So to get her back out in two weeks. So we did that and then she advised getting the vet out. So we had the vet, we had an expert and she had 10 vertebrae in her back squished together. Um, Yeah, it was awful. And so um, the vet said it was one of the worst cases they've seen. Obviously, it wasn't our decision because we were we had her on loan. Um, So, yeah, her owners decided to get her put down. um, Yeah, which was really sad, but. Yeah, at least it stops her getting passed around. So 
Oh, well, you know, Matilda, that breaks my heart because in one respect, thank goodness that she found you um, and you were the one that actually helped the poor horse because yes. being, being passed to 11 different homes and you were the only one that actually spent the time to find out the poor horse, what was wrong with her. And I'm sorry, but I think that's disgusting of the owners to then put her down. The, yeah. the least they could have done was helped her because they've put her through that pain for eleven years, for nine years. I agree. Yeah, if we would have owned her, we would a hundred percent have got the operation done because I have known of horses to recover and be fine. Um, but yeah, she was she was called Rosie, so her racing name was BA Speedbird. Um, mm. And yeah, she was great. After that, um, we ended up getting Sienna. So Sienna came from the same people we got Tommy from. Mm. Um, because um, their son is a jockey. Well, he was a jockey. So Sienna was his racehorse. I'd had my eye on her even when I had Tommy because she was so beautiful. So, <laughs> yeah, I always liked her. So, yeah, before I even rode her, I kind of wanted her. Then we got her, had her on loan at first as well. Um, and then I think after about a year, we bought her. When I first got her, she was very energetic. I couldn't even get her to walk in the arena. She would just trot all the time. Um, so that was the first issue. But we started slowly getting past that. How did you get her past that? How did you calm her down? Because we're, like, you know, we're always looking at racehorse rehabilitation. And, and it's hard emotionally, psychologically for them. It's a massive change to go from being out of the stable and having to gallop all the, everywhere to yeah. being asked to trot round quietly and softly and be relaxed in a school so yeah. how did you help her with that transition so we did quite a bit of groundwork at first so I did a lot of like pair up so like I'd run away and then she would like follow me in the school um, and I would just walk around with her going over poles and um, I would get people to lunge her and then and then I'd walk around the edge with her that's a that. good idea how does that yeah. one work then what does that do I think letting her have a bond with me was quite important because obviously I was the one riding her. So I so feel somebody like somebody else would lunge her. Yeah, in the middle. And then we would just walk, but I would like be walking around next to her. Um, just, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it just worked well. And she trusted yeah. you. Yeah, she did. Um, and then in the end, like, I would go, I'd run around the arena and she would follow me and stop when I stopped. Um, so yeah, that was quite nice. And then I just rode her like almost every day, even just walking. So I didn't, I just focused on walk for ages. Um, and then I slowly started introducing trot. And, and that, yeah, that we had her down. Yeah, it did. It definitely helped. She didn't even live out 24-7. So she was in the stable at night and then out in the day. Mm. Um, that was going well. We had special shoes with silicone put on her because mm. her feet were very flat-footed. And then that caused her to have an abscess. So she got a bit, yeah, she was very hyper again. Um, and then when she went out into the field, I think about two days after, she had an electric fencing post, the spike from the bottom, go through her hock. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Yeah, so that wasn't great. Um, How did so that happen? I have literally no idea. Um, it wasn't the newer fencing post, like the plastic ones. It was the old, more old-fashioned ones that were metal. I think oh. they're called pigtails. Yes, pig-eye yeah. fence posts. Yes. Because those. they're the metal ones that have the little round hole. Yeah. And how on earth did she manage that? 
I have no idea. Um, she was out in a herd at the time, mm. um, which usually was fine. But I think one must have just came loose and then mm. she was just in the wrong place at the wrong time, I guess. Um, so, yeah, she had that go through her hock, um, which was quite scary because it went through the bone. It, oh, my um, gosh. So we got the vet out straight away, obviously. Um, and then we had to have an X-ray on her leg. Mm. Um, so, yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. So you've been through quite a few traumas, haven't you, really? Um, (laughs) With all your horses, uh, it's lovely that, I mean, what what was she, I presume she was on box rest. Did she recover? Yes, so she did. So she was on box about six months, but we weren't 100% sure if she was going to recover fully because if the bone would have got infected, then that would have been it. Um, So it was very important that we kept it clean. Um, Mm. So yeah, she was on box rest for about six months and then she recovered. And then I could start walking her um, every day, um, like extending it. So starting off at about five minutes a day. That was when she started rearing. Um, Oh my goodness. Which yeah. foot was it that was sore? It was her back right back. So how how odd, really, that it was her yeah. back foot that was hurting, but she was rearing? Yes, yeah, I agree. It was very weird. Um, but I think she just had so much energy. She didn't really know what to do. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I was trying to walk her five minutes a day, but I would literally just sit on her, and as soon as I sat on her, she would just go up vertical, I did lose my confidence a bit. How did you get her through that? Did you get her Um, through it? Yeah, so we did manage to get her through it. Um, I found, so one of my friends, she rode her for me one time. And I think seeing someone else riding her definitely helped me um like know how to get her through it um Mm. so it was a lot of perseverance so there would be times when I'd be sat on her for like an hour as she would just rear and then plant her feet and just go back into the corner and yeah it was very difficult what was it that helped you about watching somebody else ride her um I think it just allowed me to see 
what Sienna was doing. Um, and also, yeah, she'd never gone over backwards rearing. And the rears weren't like straight up. They they feel bigger when you're on than yeah. when you see it on the ground. So I think I say that, that often, you know, when Blackjack's yeah. having he doesn't rear, but he does do a little buckaroo. Um yeah. a little bit sometimes. And I think, oh gosh, it feels really big, but actually when I've seen videos of it, I feel quite embarrassed that I made such a big fuss. Yeah, <laughs> so I little. agree. So I think that realising the rears weren't actually that big um mm. did help me. Um yeah, it made me feel a bit better. Did it help with um, your confidence then, thinking, well, actually, I can handle that? And I think when you see someone else deal with it as well, you think, oh, okay, well, you know, that's, I, I can handle that. No worries. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, so, yeah, and I always had someone on the ground just in case. Um, so, yeah, and then, then after the rearing, she started planting her feet. Um, so I Which is a let... whole nother ball game because yeah. at least when they're rearing, you can try and get them to move forward. Yes. But when they plant, there's just no, no left or right. Or did you interestingly? Did you go back to your groundwork then? Um, yes. Yeah, so we did do a lot of groundwork alongside it. Um, but what I would quite often do, I would literally just have someone walking next to her and trying to lead her on. It would work sometimes, but not all the time. Mm. Um, and yeah, we slowly started getting past that. Um, and then she went through a phase of walking backwards. So she's very good at walking backwards. She goes very fast. Did she? <laughs> um, yeah. But um, I guess it's better that she's at least walking than mm. planting. So, so is yeah. this all, where did all this come from? Do you think, do you think uh, she was in pain? Do you think that it was an injury or is it now psychological and being naughty? So I do, we had everything checked. We had her back checked, teeth, saddle, um, and everything was fine. Um, so then we did a butte test. I think that's what it's called. Um, so we just put her on butte for about a week just to see if it stops the pain. Mm. Um, because we were saying if she was in pain, then that would stop the pain. So it would probably stop her from being naughty. Um but that didn't make any difference. So we knew she wasn't in pain. Um, so I think as well, knowing she wasn't in pain, we knew she was just being naughty, was more of a reason to push her through it. Because mm. obviously if she would have been in pain, then we would have had everything sorted out that was affecting her. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Well, that's interesting because... I've got this belief that horses only do things for a reason and they don't just wake up one day and say, hey, you know, I'm just going to decide to plant my feet today and I'm going to give Matilda a really, really horrible ride. You know, they yeah. don't they don't think like humans do. Yeah. Um, but I do believe that they can pick up habits and they can pick up behavioral issues. Yeah, um, I agree. Dogs can, cats can. Normally they are, they, they're, they're, you, but then you go back a little bit further and say, that still would have happened for a reason. Yeah. So no, that I reason might agree. not be pain, but the reason could be psychological where previous to you, she didn't want to be ridden. Maybe she didn't enjoy being ridden. Maybe, maybe I don't know. I don't know the guy that, the jockey, I'm not blaming, you know, we're not blaming <laughs> anybody here. This isn't a blame culture. Yeah. Maybe there was an experience that she didn't enjoy that has moved her on to her behavior now. So what did you do? 
So we, um, well, we spoke to loads of people and then I had the dentist um, recommend Regimate to me, mm-hmm. um, which is a hormone for mares. Um, and so we thought we might as well give it a go. Um, so we had her on that and she was like a different horse. She completely settled down um, and yeah, she stopped all her habits. She would do them sometimes, but not every time. So that helped. Um, so yeah, we had her on that for about six months, but it was very expensive. Um, so we decided to take her off of it and just give it a go and see what she was like without. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, she carried on being fine. So I do think it was a behavioral issue. Um, but I think her hormones were playing quite a big part to the behavior and then I think because her hormones calmed down she <laughs> I'm just... laughing because I know how she feels you know we have hormonal <laughs> days where quite often I think yeah. I'd like to throw a tantrum as well <laughs> yeah no I agree and then yeah she just started behaving better and then I think because she got in out of the habit of being naughty when we took her off of it she just carried on being good um amazing have a few odd rears every now and again so when we go out show jumping um she will go through you go out show jumping now yeah yes we do amazing well done (laughs) yes so it's been a long journey um yeah our first rounds of show jumping um were all elimination uh but yeah what were you eliminated Um, for so it was usually a lot of refusals or I would come off or, um, yeah, so mostly refusals. She doesn't ever really hit poles. She's quite good at not hitting the poles. But, yeah, she would just plant her feet again. Um, but we just kept going, even though it was quite embarrassing. And I mm. felt like a lot of people were judging me. Um, That's but, yeah. sad. That's really yeah. sad that you feel like that because... To me, Matilda, you're you're an amazing person that has stuck with her horses and given them the care and the love that they need and the and the time as well. You know, um, for you, it seems the journey is this experience. It's getting through, getting them through traumas because I think each person has their own journey with their horse. Yeah, and and it seems like yours. This is your journey. Your journey isn't the actual show jumping. It's the it's the bit before. It's the groundwork. It's the working out what's wrong with her. How can I help her through? that and mm. and I actually think anybody that does judge you needs to hear your story and then they yeah. won't they shouldn't yeah no um so yeah so and then about a year ago we finally... before you move on before you move yeah. on what do you how did you overcome the feeling of people judging you um I don't know I feel like again my mum helped me quite a lot because my mum is quite a strong person and Mm -hmm. she's always told me it doesn't matter what other people think um so yeah again she just told me it doesn't matter what people think and I knew that what I was doing was right for the horse and Mm -hmm. for myself and I knew that I could do it and I knew she could do it so I just thought and I wasn't asking her to jump big we started off at like one foot six Mm -hmm. so there was no reason and we were having jumping lessons at home and she was fine jumping at home I think just because I had again I had a goal so I just I don't know I just want my goal still now is to affiliate and join BSJA Mm. Um, so I've always had that in the back of my mind so again I think that helped me to yeah persevere oh do it Um, how long until you can affiliate what do you need to be able to affiliate um, I'm not actually 100% <laughs> sure, but I don't think we yet jump big enough. Um, 
but yeah because I think the smallest class is about 90 um so when we're we're jumping about 100 at home um but out we're only jumping 70 so Mm. yeah hopefully we'll get that but yeah I would also love to event but it's money (laughs) no it all costs a lot doesn't it yeah yeah so I'm hoping one day but yeah, not yet. So a year ago, we got our first rosette in our um, a jumping class. So we came third. Um, and yeah, oh, I just well remember. Done. Yeah, I was so happy because yeah, all the hard work finally started paying off. Um, and then yeah, just since last year, we've just been trying to go out and do a bit more. Um, we've been doing a bit of dressage, quite a bit of show jumping. Um, and yeah, again, we've started off quite small and then we've slowly started working our way up. Um, and yeah, we've managed to get quite a few rosettes. Uh, so, um, yeah. And then over the winter as well, I tried to, cause she was in 24 seven. Um, so that was quite difficult, but I just tried to ride her at least five times a week, mm. um, which just yeah kept her energy levels down um because yeah we've we're quite lucky we've got a arena and it's got lights so oh you're really um, lucky Matilda yeah. it's amazing it's such you've 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 been on such an incredible journey and and massive congratulations to getting the rosette at the end and I I absolutely wish you the best I think you should go and join the BSJA Go and do a couple of little um, unaffiliated BEs for a bit, just because it's very different. Yep. The atmosphere is different. Well, and- we did our first one-day event a couple of weeks ago. And yeah, I was very nervous because I've never done one before on her. And it was our first prelim dressage test. We've only done walk and trot before. So that was another nervous moment. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was like... How I did asked you get my- we came first yay well done yeah. oh that's amazing um, yes yeah, she was amazing we um her dressage score I think she got 72 percent mm. which was really good considering she had to canter because <laughs> <laughs> we're still working on that um and yeah her show jumping she was really good and then she had four faults in show jumping but her cross country she went clear she was amazing and the weather was awful there was thunder but yeah she didn't put a foot wrong really she was so good bless her well that is just incredible I I think you're amazing and your mum as well for supporting you for that time as well because I know that she loves horses doesn't she yes she does she's um hasn't her hasn't her pony become wasn't her pony a rescue that she's had since you were a baby too. You're just going to have a whole bunch of rescue horses, aren't you, over the years? Yeah. You're going to collect them. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because I do have another pony as well um, called Daisy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she is two now. Um, but her mum was a rescue. And, yeah, um, someone bought the mum as a companion. Well, mm. rescued the mum as a companion. And then this baby popped out of the mum unexpectedly. Oh my gosh um so that's where daisy came from but yeah she has sweet itch oh oh my goodness you guys are just gonna you need to be vets really i wanted to tell you actually there's a new there's a new product line that has come out in the uk that helps it really will help with mares it helps with travel it helps with anxiety in horses okay yeah Um, and it's by omega alpha equine if you go to their Mm. website omega alpha equine.eu actually you can get it off our website which is horsehour.co.uk 
um, and they're karmas. Um, mm. They're made. It's made, but they're made by scientists. So they've got chill, which is a, like a calming formula. Yeah. So what it helps, I think it's a bit like your regimate that you used. It helps them de-stress. Um, if they get stressed when you're going out and competing, then they've either got a formula that you can put in the food or a, a, a like a concentrate, chill ultra, which is, it's called chill yeah. ultra. It's got vitamin B1 and magnesium in it. And basically it's like yeah. in a tube, so you can give it to them like a wormer really. Um, and okay. and you, you so it's only small amounts that you give just on days that they're particularly stressed. Oh, that sounds good. Which yeah. helps, yeah. And then there's two others, which are Premare, which is a hormone formula for mares yeah. that are a bit tricky, and Regena EQ, which is gastrointestinal yeah. formula and an appetite stimulant. So what that does it increases their appetite. And so if the, if your horse gets really stressed when it's travelling or competing and it loses a lot of weight, then the Regena the Regena EQ helps them put on their weight. It increases their appetite. Mm, that makes sense so have a look have a look it's basically supplements it's all scientific supplements because i think our horses go through so much and if we if we feel stressed then we can have help from our doctors and i i really like this new brand i think they offer quite a lot for horses so yeah i know that sounds good well matilda thank you so much for being brave enough to join us on the horse hour podcast it wasn't too scary was it no it was really good thank you (laughs) you're welcome and uh, we'd love to follow your story and see how you and sienna get on especially when you affiliate yes Um, so are you on twitter facebook instagram Yes, so I am on Instagram and Facebook. So my Instagram name is just Matilda2611. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then my face, uh, yeah, my Facebook page, um, our username, so I think you can type it in by the username, is just Matilda and Sienna. Um, but mm-hmm. you can, I can link that from, I think it is on my Instagram as well. Mm. So yeah. And what about Twitter? We're not on Twitter, no. Well, you need to get a Twitter so that you yes, can join Horse Hour Networking Hour every Monday night. It's between okay. 8 and 9 p.m. It's on Twitter. And yeah. um, we share stories and journeys and experiences. And um, and you can sign up to our newsletter as well on our website. So then yeah. you get to hear the podcast before everybody else does. Yay! That sounds good. <laughs> um, and yeah, and I also am sponsored by Evo Equine. Oh, are um, you? Already? You've done yeah. well. Yeah, so um, Evo Equine, they make bridles and they have rainbow bits and rainbow gloss stirrups um so yeah nice for show jumping but dressage is still black and white which i love unfortunately oh i love it (laughs) i love it like the 1940s style is just oh it's so glamorous and traditional no please don't change dressage but i'm all for the super colors for show jumping that's fun yeah no i agree yes definitely it's been a pleasure talking to you matilda thank you very much for reaching out and for offering to share your story with us and yeah, thank um, you for having me you're welcome I think you're really kind and <laughs> yeah. if I was a horse I'd be lucky to live with you so thank you very thank much you. and uh, we'll yeah. speak to you soon yes thank you
Thanks so much for listening. Now, you can win an Omega Alpha supplement package of your choice just by heading over to Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. It's so easy. All you've got to do is follow Omega Alpha and Horse Hour and retweet or repost the Facebook post. It's that simple. And the reason is because we want as many people to know about Omega Alpha as possible. It's just flown over from Canada. It's a brand new horse supplement nutrition range. And I think it's amazing. So, so I'd love you to have a go if you can. Head to their website, omegaalphaequine.eu. Now, I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. As always, you can catch up with previous episodes of the Horse Hour podcast on our website. Just head to horsehour.co.uk. And already it's such a busy year with competitions. We've got Hickstead coming up this weekend. We've had Tattersall's eventing. And I wonder what you're up to with your horses. I love to see your photos and your videos as always. Are you taking part in any dressage? competitions then tag us in it at horse hour on every platform and as always hashtag horse hour hope you have a really good week with your horse and i'll speak to you soon you've been listening to horse hour join the community on twitter mondays 8 p.m uk time 3 p.m eastern by using the hashtag horse hour follow amy at amy stevenson one and subscribe to us on acast itunes stitcher and player fm Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.